Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. Uh, you know, me and Jeremy, we said we were going to be on later this week to read, you know, the challenge potential of, uh, you know, state playing pending uh, North Carolina State's COVID situation. Then, uh, you know, we were also going to talk about the Hauser Bowl and then preview some football. But we're going to end up recapping a little bit of football today because already, already, it's only Tuesday. Already, the Michigan Wolverines have called off Saturday's game against the Ohio State Buckeyes, the team that was going to the Big Ten Championship if they could find one more game, and that's not going to happen. But that's where we are going to start talking about this. And look, we said it last night. Kevin Warren screwed the pooch, and man, it's got some potential. Yeah, I mean, before really we get into the, the stuff that people you know will be excited to talk about, obviously the the controversy. Number one, there's a high possibility that the Big Ten will actually do the right thing, believe it or not, and they'll actually schedule a game this weekend for Ohio State. That's been uh, issued a lot in multiple reports. They've already even talked about a rematch with Indiana if they lose their game, which is a possibility. So I, I do think that before we get uh, going crazy about that, yeah, not because Purdue playoff, canceled because of COVID. So exactly. So there's a strong possibility that that's a possibility. There's also other things that they may do. Uh, so we have to note that for the Ohio State people, because I understand their side as well. Like Ohio State's had a very good you know, season a good team. They've only played five games. They've missed a lot of games. They they want to get to that sixth game, obviously, because of the wonderful rule uh, that uh, the Big Ten came up with. Um, so that's something you got to look for for the Ohio State people. So, in, you know, I understand the trash talk, and it's fun. And we, as fans and as people excited about talking to these teams, we're going to have a little trash talk and a little low blow. But let's just be honest. There is a possibility that Ohio State will have another game still. Yeah, yeah, it, it's out there, and um, look, the big, the Big Ten, like I said, they they screwed themselves over because Ohio State's your biggest draw in football. Period. <laughs> End of story. Michigan State, when they won uh, three Big Ten championships between uh, 2011 and 2015, Ohio State was still the bigger draw. Michigan State was competitive with them. But Ohio State was the bigger draw. And look, if Ohio State misses a, the Big Ten championship, not this Saturday, next Saturday, look, it's going to hit the Big Ten in their pockets because people would rather watch Ohio State versus anybody as opposed to Indiana versus Northwestern. Dollar no, certainly. And, and ultimately – if and like like we said, it's it's Kevin Warren's fault. Period. You know he left no room for flexibility, no room for the scheduling. That is all one hundred percent on him. That being said, this is a like this could hurt the Big Ten in regards to the college football playoff. Obviously, there's only one team in contention. Uh, that is Ohio State. I've been a big advocate of conference championships 
being a deciding factor of uh, who gets in the college football playoff. I'm adjusting my rules for COVID this year because I think Ohio State's one of the four best teams. And I also think uh, when it comes down to it, you know, this is a like the Big Ten needs repre- representation as well. I mean, it's obviously that's more my Big Ten bias, but I've always been a proponent of, you know, the five power fives and then three wild cards. Or sorry, then one uh, group of five and then yeah. two wild cards is yeah. what, you know, that's always, that's always been the ideal format from the second the playoff was announced. I said it should be done this way. There's no reason why it can't be done. That being said, look, Ohio State can still play in their game, not this weekend, next weekend. If they're dominant, right. they can go 6-0. and The college football playoff does not have the same guidelines as uh, what the Big Ten does for their championship. And so it's still possible they get in. But if they do not, all fingers are pointing back to the commissioner of the Big Ten for not starting the season on time and giving these schools an opportunity to readjust their schedules, reschedule if they potentially have to. There was that situation at Notre Dame uh, when they were getting ready to face Clemson. There was a possibility that they could have seen, if they rescheduled the ACC which I think it's a joke in order Dame is allowed to be in a conference, the ACC was going to bump that game to the last week of the regular season. So there was a chance that Notre Dame and Clemson play each other the last week of the regular season. They would have again played each other in the ACC championship, and then they probably would have met as a 1-4 matchup depending on how close the games were and if they were split. Or maybe a 2-3 matchup even. So they left that flexibility in there, and shame on Kevin Warren in the Big well, Ten for not doing that. did an absolutely terrible job. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, the, the thought process into this thing. Look, there's one. There's if you want to start late, that's fine, but you can't have stipulations if you start late, like six games, because now you're basically saying, oh, if people miss games because of COVID. Well, I guess that's just too bad because you didn't you didn't uh, keep yourself safe enough. I guess I don't even know what the reaction would be from the big 10. If someone asked them that question, did you think that this could possibly happen? I mean, and that, and that's say this real quick, Tyler, if, if they just would have went by <laughs> just simple thought process, like we're probably going to have to start this thing either the last week of September or the first week of October to have anything respectable. If teams miss games, because yeah, I got friends in the South because I live there so much that are pissed off. On the other end, saying things like, wait a minute, we're going to give Ohio State a shout at the 5-0. What about the teams that have played 9-10 games that have only lost one game that are really good? Like, look at Texas a and I, I mean, look, I know that they're not getting talked about a lot yeah. for this, but that's a really good team that's only lost one game. They beat Florida, who is right in conversation for this, who's lost one game. They've played pretty much a whole season with a few cancellations. This is ridiculous, and, and that's the thing that drives me nuts because we knew this would happen. We knew this would cause problems for our conference. We knew that there could be some major, major situations where teams missed a ton of games. They didn't even get four or five games in. That's where we are. And I am just like sitting here saying to myself, me and Tyler had this conversation well before we got here. And we just knew that this possibility was going to happen. 
I don't see how starting three weeks earlier would have made it worse. I mean, clearly they did. They, they weren't moving very quickly on this. Clearly they didn't take the advice from the SEC or other conferences because they did have those discussions. And, and I'm just like, on, I just think it's amazing to me that this is where we are because we have higher-ups that control this conference that just did not think proactively about the possibility of not enough games being put in and then having a rule that you have to get six games in. Unbelievable, Tyler. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah and here's the thing about that. You're playing eight games. Let's say you have a COVID situation. Jeremy, uh, what's the standard guideline for COVID? Yeah, I, mean, I days? think it's been they even. To, yeah, those are there's two your two. There's your two games right there. So if someone else has it for one week, you're screwed, and that's what happened to Ohio State. And look, the Big Ten, they need to do the right thing. They need to get Ohio State in there. Obviously, uh, Indiana's, uh, you know, uh, president, athletic director. Whoever's in on these meetings with the Big Ten, they're going to be avidly against it because Indiana's got a legitimate opportunity yeah. at the Big Ten championship. But they, the Big Ten needs to do the right thing because the Big Ten also knows that with the lack of bowls this year, you're, you're not yeah. seeing those bowl games. With the lack of bowls, that's less revenue. You need a team in that playoff. And the best way to do it is for them to beat another ranked team, just kind of kick Texas A&M to the side by doing that. And so if Ohio State goes out and they can beat Northwestern, they I mean, if they can beat them by, let's say, 14 points, Oh, well, they're in the top over. four already. I think it's just a no-brainer for me. You got, you got a team that is, is far and away, in my opinion, overall, the second-best team in the Big Ten is Indiana. And I just think that because the game was played so well and the possibility of teams playing each other twice is, is happens a lot in the Big Ten, just play in the division again. I mean, you got to do what you got to do during these times to make it make sense and make it work. And the only thing that makes most sense is Indiana and Ohio State playing. And, and you know what? I guarantee you, Tom Allen would say, we'll even go to you guys. You guys were better than us. We'll play there with no fans. It's not a home field advantage. You know, you guys are the best team. We'll come to you again. And, and I think that's what you do as a, as a competitor. And, and I think the coaches and the players would play anywhere. I don't think it would matter where you line them up. I just think that yeah. makes most sense. You got two teams that need a game, that are missing a game. You, you got one team that would, that would love – I think Indiana would – this is a huge opportunity for them because they could say, well, we beat Ohio State. We are the best team. So I, I think this is a no-brainer. Big Ten needs to do the right thing. They need to set that up. They need to conversate right now. I'm sure they're talking right now. That needs to be the game that's played. It's in conference. It makes most sense. And I don't care that they already played. That was a really good game. And, and honestly, you want to talk about pocketbooks? That's a pretty good seller. You know, Indiana coming in and, you know, they're, they're getting a lot of attention right now. You know, they're getting a lot of hype. That's a game that has to happen. Yeah, and that was also uh... – you know, Justin Fields won bad game in yeah. college, really, if you look at it. So it, it would be fantastic to see that again. I would I would love to see that again, and I think it's something that uh, they need to find a way to make happen. But, again, well, well, you said Tom Allen would be fired up to play anybody anywhere, and I understand that from a competitive standpoint. 
because, you know, all coaches were athletes at one point or another. They wanted to compete. They wanted to win. But I don't know if the athletic director would see it that way because right now he's headed to Indianapolis. He's making that short trip from Bloomington to Indianapolis already. So I don't know if they would see it that way. And I think that's something to consider. That being said, look, me and Jeremy, we agree on a lot of stuff. We uh, both consider ourselves well, uh, you know, well-versed in both basketball and football, more specifically for us basketball, admittedly. Um, and we tend to agree on a lot of it. I mean, I we've had, what, maybe one or two disagreements on the show, and some of that was when uh, the Curtis Blackwell information yeah. was still fresh. I think that was the only time. Yeah, and right. round two. Yeah. I mean, look, Jeremy, uh, you you texted me earlier and you said that Michigan doesn't deserve, um, you know, the heat for uh, their decisions. Um, me, on the other hand, I think uh, I I think everything that's coming to them, they deserve, and then some. I, I think that there there was something behind this. I think that there's something else. I think, and you know, I'm I'm not going to apologize for this later. I think a white flag's being uh, waved. Uh, but Jeremy, let's well, get uh, your thoughts ridiculous. on that first. I mean, I I think that look, you know, obviously it's probably a little more personal for me for two reasons. One, I'm an, a former athlete. Two, of course, I'm a Michigan guy. But you know, it, throw away the jerseys. Um, I, I just think when you have young men on a side that they have, <laughs> you should throw away they, those jerseys, by uh, the way, every athlete and coach, this is why you work as hard as you work. So you can have the opportunity to play a game, whether you're two and four, whether you're six and oh, whether you're 11 and oh, whether you're one and eight, you know, and here's the other thing that no one wants to seem to talk about this. And look, I don't think Michigan would have won the game. No way. I mean, there's nothing that validates my opinion to say that. You so know, you're I was in a different world. I mean, from prior, look, I feel like that rivalry game, any rivalry game, certain things can happen. It, it's a no-brainer. Ohio State's a much better team. I mean, it's not even close. But the fact that every kid that plays on that team, you know, if any of them wanted the game canceled, they just don't do. They don't deserve to be there. So I'm sure there's some attitude like I don't think we're going to win but the attitude that we just don't want to play because we don't want to get blown out is crazy it's crazy talk and I don't even think the coaches there's no way in in my right mind could ever say yeah I think Jim Harbaugh is happy about this or I I think the athletic department of Michigan they really are loving this they really want to stick it to Ohio State you got to be kidding me I mean you don't sign up to play division one big 10 football in a power five conference so you can hopefully have a cancellation of a game a lot of these kids that play on this team, this is their opportunity to play on a high level against the best team, one of the best teams in the country. Every kid is going to want to go out there and play. You don't think that a D lineman or an O lineman from Michigan isn't going to want to line up against those guys and prove that I am a great player. I, I'm a five-star. I'm not a three- or four-star. I want to prove it to you. I want to smack you in the face. That's what drives me crazy. And, and you know, I, I think that, look, it's fun to talk trash. It's fun to – say things like white flag and all oh, they're surrendering, oh, they're going to get killed. Sure. 
the, the possibility of Michigan getting blown out really high. 80% chance Ohio State was going to win the game. They were, they were 30 point favor to win the game. But the fact that people honestly think this was an orchestrated plan to not play the last game is ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And no team, Michigan, Ohio State, Northwestern, Michigan State, goes into a season ever thinking that way, Tyler, whether it's COVID-19 or not. And the last thing I want to say, nobody wants to talk about this either. And I do believe, look, I think my, my thoughts on COVID has been a little mixed this year. Sometimes I thought it was a joke. Sometimes I thought, man, it's a little scary. A lot of people are dying. And mm-hmm. do you not think that some of these athletes may go into a game going, I'm a little fearful of catching COVID-19 playing a football game. I think absolutely every kid on every team in every conference has that in the back of their mind. So the, to sit here and say coaches and players, this was an orchestrated plan, Ward yeah. Manual, Jim Harbaugh, they're loving it. They wanted to not play because they didn't want to get blown out. You are a moron. All right, well, I'm all, well this morning's going to speak here. Um, okay, look, first off, the, the, there's one phrase that I took an exception to uh, that you used, and that's orchestrated plan. I don't think it was orchestrated by any stretch of the imagination. I felt like Michigan had the situation, and they called up the game last week to be safe. So you call off the game to be safe. You should have the numbers declining because there's not as much interaction. You shut down your practice facilities. You know, you did what you need to do. I, and I agree with you about the kids. No kid wants to cancel any game this year. Michigan state did not want Maryland canceled. They probably in hindsight, wish Ohio state would have got canceled. But the, other than that, like that, I mean, at Michigan, you said it. Michigan kids don't want this game canceled. This is, you know, Dexon Hill's opportunity against, you know, Alave. That that's what it is. It's it's putting together your uh, highlight reel that you are sending to scouts to NFL teams. You know, that's what this is. This is that opportunity. So first off, you know, I do feel bad for the kids. I do not think it was an orchestrated plan. I do think it is an excuse, though. The reason I'm thinking that is because last week the facilities were shut down. They should have got this under control. If the facilities are shut down, you're not seeing anybody, then it's under control or you got players breaking curfew and the Big Ten rules, whatever it may be. Because, uh, I mean, I was listening to Joey Hauser today in the uh, Virginia uh, pregame pressers. I listened to Joey Hauser. His family and, uh, is going to be at the game watching him and his brother. But he's not even going to be able to see and talk to his family. Like, those are the guidelines for the Big Ten. They, these players, football or basketball, did not see their parents for Thanksgiving. Basketball will not see their parents for Christmas. Like, that, that's what the situation is. So the fact you shut down the facilities and it's still well, it's been a week actually. Picking I mean, up, it's, it's they get that says you don't have Monday control. last week, and now it's been a week from now this Monday, and now Tuesday, so eight days. And look, yeah, and they're saying the cases are still rising, 
And that's something, too, is uh, Michigan's chief medical officer said the cases are rising. Well, so, so Wisconsin, they were that that is a problem with how you're doing at the beginning of the year when they missed two straight games, the very field of the season, that it was just their excuse. I mean, I mean, if we want to have this back and forth banner and say, well, Wisconsin's better, yeah. and they would never think that because, look, here's the problem with that. You're always going to have another answer. And COVID is undefeated in this because you can't fight the virus like that. I mean, it's coming or it's not. And if it comes, what can you do? Well, you know, because we're playing – against a rival team this week. I guess it doesn't matter. And, you know, and we don't want to hear the backlash because now we're going to look like sissies. I mean, that's not anything that's being talked about with the coaches or players. The whole thought is, how can we practice? How can we play a game? How can we stay safe? And the people that – here's the thing that nobody understands, Tyler, is, look, the athletic director is not even the one who makes the final decision. He's the one that says, look, we've got this going on. They talk to the president. They talk to the higher up people than them. And they got to make a decision. They talk to the Big Ten people who also have to have a huge say. The Big Ten commissioners, the people in charge, the presidents, those are the people much more important than Ward Manuel on anything he wants or says. Much more important than Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh had nothing to do with any of this. You know what I mean? Right. But Jim Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel have these conversations. And this is where I'm going with it is you look at what Ohio State did last week, and they did it without three offensive linemen, one of them, another off one of the two linemen in that spot uh, playing out of position. They did it without their second leading tackler, their quote-unquote heart and soul of the defense. They did it without a cornerback. They did it without a, de- without a defensive lineman or two. And they still, like, were willing to go out there. And that, that to me, is where the difference is. Is because, again, Michigan's chief medical officer, I, I didn't get an opportunity to, you know, get my last, to get one of my last points in. Um, he said that they are not at the threshold, at the numbers that if you want to go set, out there and play with, still without 45 guys, then go ahead. I no, mean, I, I think if Michigan – they went out with 23 guys. There were 23 guys, and there was a few well, guys that were meaningful players. But, There's no question. Here's another thing, though. This is a great point. And... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me finish. They're not at that threshold yet. Why – are you calling the game on a Tuesday then? Why are you not trying to see where the numbers go? If Mr. Oh, let's play, let's play, let's play, so vocal at the beginning of the year about it, and Jim Harbaugh, which like I said, or like you said, the higher-ups make the decisions, but don't act like they're not getting Jim Harbaugh's input. Mr. Let's play, let's play, let's play. Why are you calling the game on a Tuesday when, let's say it, does fall off on Thursday and you just have to isolate the or quarantine the kids who are uh, viewed close contact, uh, positive, blah, blah, blah. You test every day. You should know where it's at. It That number is going to change every day. What if it gets better gonna, over you, the next not, couple? The what if it anyway. plateaus? And then you're just going to say, oh, well, uh, you know, maybe we'd uh, like to play this game after all. No, Ohio State's freaking trailer was at Michigan State University, and Ohio well, I mean, State Michigan did not know that. what they were you going to play the game. You can go to Columbus. 
And you, if you really want to and dig it, so, too, if you want to, if you want to have an emotional conversation about this, and boy, Michigan is just trying to screw Ohio State. Well, why don't you just show up Friday and then cancel? I mean, that's really screwing them. I mean, hey, uh, we just decided that you know it got worse. We we didn't realize how bad it was. Sorry, no game. I mean, at it, it, at some point, hey, they're calling it early. Ohio State, guess what? Fit in another game. We're just not going to be there. I mean. Look, we could have the emotional conversation about this over and over. Here's the other thing that I want to add. What about Michigan State? Poor Michigan State played a team that just had a, a rampant amount of cases. What about them in two weeks? What about we find out that they got 50 kids that came in contact? Like Ohio? COVID? I mean, there's a possibility, Tyler, for any of this. I mean, we don't know. We don't know yet because Michigan State, they might have more kids well, that come in contact with it. Or actually tested positive. So, That's, look, I mean, I, I think at this point, we're going to sit here and say Michigan's using COVID as an excuse. We got a long way to go in society. I, I mean, I, I just think, look, I don't think this season was going to be easy no matter what. For any of these kids, for any of the fans, for any of the, the you know, the coaches, the administration, anybody. We know who dropped the ball. We already decided that. That's an easy one. But I just think the right. thing that nobody – wants to talk about right. is yep. as much as we don't know about COVID still enough, we know it's there. And, and you know, you just got to make a decision that's tough. And, and if the report, shame on you about that's the only thing I'll say about you that if, if they're making up stuff, that there isn't really 45 people that have been in contact with COVID. That's, that's a moral problem. And I guess that uh, God can handle that one. I don't know. So I'm not in, affiliated with the university, but I'll tell you this. I just can't imagine the University of Michigan ever in my life saying, yeah, let's just come up with some sort of thing and just not go. I mean, I just, I mean, if that's the case, Tyler, why do we even have a football program? I mean, I mean, really, I mean, I just can't ever imagine any team in the big 10 ever thinking that way. Wisconsin has had what 20 some players 30 at one time was it 26 or 27. They canceled games. Um, you know, darn well, they wanted to play every game. Come on. Ohio State wanted to play every game. People don't want to talk about Ohio State. They had two cancellations themselves. I mean, they were the ones that had two cancellations too. So if we want to just point the finger like, oh, I don't think Michigan handled it and got it under control, Ohio State didn't either. I mean, it's two games. So, I mean, we could go back and forth over and over. The problem is I just don't think that Michigan had part of this. I just don't yeah, think that they had an orchestrated the, plan. That was my concern this is, that – people are taking it to that level. I know it's fun and it's sexy and gets hits and clicks and, you know, and, and it's fun to talk trash. I get it. But this is a big problem. And, uh, hey, you know, we'll wait till next year, you know, and I'll probably make another terrible prediction just thinking Michigan would win. But, you know, I, I don't know, Tyler. I mean, I, maybe we'll have to wait and see and find more info. But my question for you is what did Michigan do you know, you made some great points, but what did they do that doesn't make sense for them not to play? When they say they have 45 cases or 45 people contact, or however they're deciding this, what did they do to, like, make it not clear enough? Not mention the players' names? I thought there was a privacy thing. Or are they – Ohio State mentioned the names of the players. I think that is a good point. Maybe Michigan needs to mention the players. No. Maybe they don't do it that way. I don't know. What is your thoughts on that? Um, my thought is, is if you're not at the threshold, uh, 
you know, you said it, these kids want to play and they deserve every opportunity. If you're not at that threshold, that you as a university and the rest of the conference has, have agreed upon. Then so they should go with 25 players, that, an you know, like Wisconsin should have done the same thing when they lost all their players. Well, you, I know you had 23 cases, but what about the other kids? So they should have played two. So Ohio state should have never not missed a game. So, is that what you're saying? I mean, because if that's the case, then yeah, you got to play with who you have. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah this this is not this is not an off the hook thing for Ohio State, but at the same time, Ohio State did show up to East Lansing last week. Well, why didn't they show up? Half week, of a hundred. <laughs> they had less cases on the Spartans without those. They have more players because missing. We don't know if they're the at that State threshold game, when they can't. And they play that game, but so why did they not play when they had less players? I mean, that's my point of all this. Like, okay, the threshold, the threshold, whatever. Hey, we're going out there with Timmy, Bob, and Jim. We only have eleven players to suit up. You better go out there and play Ohio yeah. State. Okay, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I would want to play. But my point is, well, what's the threshold? Because one week Wisconsin had less players than uh, Ohio State. They didn't play. Ohio State did play. But then the other games, Ohio State, you know, had less cases and decided not to play. So, I, I mean, that's my problem with this, Tyler. And and here's the other thing. Ryan Day's been out for what? Now 10 days, right? Well, I thought it was 14 days. Now it's only 10. Well, Michigan just got this. Right. They just had this happen against Maryland. This It's been barely a week, you know, a week and a few days. So... I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, uh, we can about that ten to fourteen area. It, it's that ten to fourteen area. Like it should be mostly resolved by now, if it were handled correctly within the university. And look, it, it's a weird thing, and I get it, and I get you know they probably tried to do everything that they could, and that's not the part of this that I'm bashing. I'm bashing the fact that I guarantee you. I guarantee you, if Ohio State had six games already, oh, I disagree. I, I think Michigan's not going to play this game, no matter how many games Ohio State has or how many games they have. I think they made the decision based on we're not going to play because let's let's just on <laughs> Ryan Day's teleconference saying the word going to hang hundred on Harbaugh. Ryan Day says, <laughs> like, if anybody knows anything about Michigan, Michigan State, it's you and me. And we know how these people operate at U of M. This is a very prestigious medical school. They didn't even want to play this year. I, I mean, they did not want to play football. The president is a doctor himself. They made it very clear from reports early on that they did not feel that this should have been a season at all. And they were the ones that voted against it, right? Who was the school that voted for it? You know, the Ohio State University was one very adamant about playing, and so was Nebraska. So even Michigan State was a little bit like, huh. He was. He, you know, and honestly, yeah. that's why I'm kind but of But Jim Harbaugh was adamant, too. He was the one that said we want to play. So, you know, it just doesn't add up. But, look, and I think that, you know, the conversation of the blaming Michigan for I get it. I mean, look, we're, we're all fans of a team. You know, we're going to point the finger. We're going to we're going to have fun with this. We're going to, you know, have. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's competitive. Sometimes the middle finger. If you're Ohio State, you're like, they're a bunch of sissies. We were going to kick their butt and they didn't even want none of it. Yeah, of course you're going to say that. I mean, that's easy. 
but we got a far bigger problem than that. Yeah, we got a far bigger problem than that. Uh, and I really want to hear that. Way deeper than the thoughts of me, you, players, and coaches. This is administration. This is not handling it. And if I was, you know, if, if Michigan really had some guts, which they won't do this because they're too prideful, I would stand up if I was in control and say, we really lost track of this COVID problem. Because I think what it, it would be fair to the people involved, because I think a lot of people are hurt that are fans. We spend money to watch this, right? We want to watch Ohio State, Michigan. Hey, Tyler, you and Ohio State fan, you want to watch Michigan get the crap kicked out of them. I get it. I mean, look, I, I love it when Ohio State loses. I, I would love to see Michigan beat Ohio State. But I think Michigan needs to stand up. And the one thing I will support going at my team, somebody needs to make a statement professionally to say, yeah, we lost track a little bit there. We were doing well. And at the end of the season, we got we lost track of this thing and we just didn't do mm-hmm. our job. We lost against COVID. Um, but I think everybody has, man. I mean, you know, I'll give Michigan State credit because Mel Tucker mentions his staff a lot and the medical mm-hmm. team, and they've done a great job. Um, you know, they have not had um, high cases. And uh, in this state, you know how it has been here, Tyler. It's been so just depressing, you know, for high school athletics and everything. So uh, I think U of M, if there's one thing they should do, is I think Ward Manuel, the higher-ups, need to make a, a formal – press conference to say you know we thought we had this thing handled we're looking back you know maybe we could have done a few things better um it's frustrating for the fans it's frustrating for ohio state it's frustrating for michigan it's frustrating for fans i do think that that would happen but you know damn well that ain't gonna happen those guys are too arrogant to do it and that's one of the reasons why michigan drives me crazy because they should make a formal statement tyler about this Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know that's something we can look forward to the next couple of days, as well as the Hauser Bowl tomorrow. Like I said, we'll recap that and then we'll preview the battle you, for me, the land and end this kind of fun. What do you think the final score um, would have been? Because I know what I thought it would have been. <laughs> I thought it would be horrible. Well, I, well, look, I look some of the things that have uh, been previously said. Um, <laughs> you, nobody can argue with it because we'll nothing. never know. I, I'm going with Ryan Day, baby. I, I'm going with Ryan Day. Look, he, here's the situation. You know, 52 on Michigan State. Well, look, we were shown this no, year so earlier sure in the season. Year, Michigan State's better than Michigan. They beat them. And... <laughs> no, you no, guys that, beat that was, Michigan. That, that you was a little cheap shot. That. No, you, I, you beat Michigan. I, I think a lot... I, I think Ohio. Oh, yeah. I think Ohio State would have been airing it out with two minutes left. Uh, take taking that Vegas Raiders against a zero blitz type approach, um, where for whatever reason Greg Williams uh, ran zero pressure. But I think that this is. I think that Ohio State oh, would yeah. have no at least put up sixty. At least. Think about 100 points. I mean, they've so done it recently is, already. I was thinking about it the other day. This, I said, well, this... how the heck? <laughs> how could my – here's what I said. Get those Will Chamberlain well, numbers. The world could they give up 100? I go, well, if you do the simple math, I mean, you know, three or four touchdowns per quarter is definitely easy for Ohio State against Michigan. God, they might have scored 100. Well, I mean, it, those were – And, and McNamara and Milton were both going to be out, right? It was really – 
it was tough because they thought about coming out with a freshman quarterback. Uh, I think Valinari is how you just, you know say it uh, from New York, really good quarterback, but definitely not ready for that level. Um, you know, I really think, I mean, look, I think Ohio State would have scored 70. I mean, I, I really think that they would have scored, you know, between 65 to 75 points. I think 100 yeah. is just. Mm-hmm. And they've got the they've gotten up there recently. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, they scored sixty three. What was it, sixty three to thirty nine a couple years ago or something? Like they really, it, it wasn't hard. I'll tell you that much. And honestly, a few possessions, a few possessions, it took time. So, <laughs> I mean, with this defense, oh my goodness! I mean, I I'm kicking myself because I really can't believe I made the prediction early on. But I did not know. Uh, to my defense, I had no idea we would stink this bad. But, um, yeah, I mean, when I was thinking about it all day before the cancellation, because I clearly talked to uh, Michigan fans all day long out here, a lot of people thought that 100 was pretty manageable. I mean, I was like, holy crap. Even Michigan fans are kind of thinking it was going to happen. So, uh, <laughs> and to, and to your, I will say this, this will make you feel good, and it will validate some of your points. Sadly, a lot of Michigan fans are happy that this game is not happening. So I get it. I get the side of Michigan State fans, Ohio State fans, people that hate Michigan because a lot of Michigan fans are like, you know what? I'm cool being, you know, undefeated around the holidays against Ohio State. I'm cool with this. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take the no game. But the, for me, man, as an athlete, you know how it is. You want to play, man. I mean, you, you want to go out there and compete. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, you know, I'm, shoot, uh, you know, the team that I coach—they suck. I've talked to you about that. I'm like, we've not had a good season, and yeah, we uh, look, we had three games canceled. Boom, 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 and you know, it's unfortunate. You know, you want to get out there, and at least you want to do what you can to try to get better. And I, I mean, that's where I feel bad for the kids. Um, that being said, look, I have no problem with Ohio State staking their uh, UCF-esque claim. I don't like the UCF claim. I don't like the Big Ten East co-champs thing that uh, Jim Harbaugh did. If uh, Ohio State does not play in the Big Ten Championship, I have absolutely no no problem with them uh, getting Big Ten Championship rings. This is... is, uh, Let me me add one quick thing. I know you got to go on. I know you got a couple minutes here. Um, I feel really uh, bad for Ohio State, too. I know it's hard for me to say, but I feel really bad for the kids on that team. Uh, I don't feel bad for Ryan Day. I don't feel bad for any of those guys. Those guys make a ton of money and whatever, you know. But I do feel bad for the kids because they might not have another shot. You know, Ryan Day will get to coach next yeah. year, and he'll get another shot at 100 next year. Uh, some of these kids will yeah. never get another shot at Michigan, and I know they wanted it. I mean, they wanted it bad. They wanted to show that, look, these guys can't, are nothing. We can just We can dominate them. You know, they're, they're nobodies. We're going to keep them there. And also more footage, more personal recognition. So I feel really bad for the players. Uh, Ryan Day can, can suck it. I mean, you know, anybody involved, you know, those guys. And, you know, I mean, let me – you know how I've been with Michigan. <laughs> I've been very disappointed with this program. Uh, I've been very disappointed with the way that people act around the program. Um, uh, right. Jim Harbaugh needs to step up, too, and make a freaking statement. You know, Jim Harbaugh needs to stand up, have some guts, and say, you know what, this was a crap year. And I'll be honest with you guys, 
Ohio State was a much better team than us. We wish we had a crack at them, but we better get things right for next year. And if we're going to lose out and play them this year, we better prepare like hell and be better. I'm getting tired of this putts around the conversation and, uh, you know, well, you know, I'm offended by you saying, you know, I can't get my team prepared. No, you need to do a better job. So I think the Michigan higher-ups need to have a statement. And if they don't have a statement, I'm going to lose a lot more respect because I'm getting real tired of the, you know, pit-patting around these type of things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Now, now we definitely have to go. <laughs> but, uh, look, we'll talk about uh, the Michigan State-Penn State game, battle for the land-grant trophy uh, between the first two land-grant schools in the nation. Fun fact, I lost my respect for uh, Michigan when Michigan State uh, started as a land-grant school because Michigan tried to steal said land-grant. And so, you know, this rivalry has been going on forever. Maybe that's why I just have little respect for how Michigan handles their rivalries and uh, certain situations like that, to be completely honest. But uh, we'll do that. We'll recap the Hauser Bowl. Talk about Michigan-North Carolina State, if that is played. or if, Michigan uh, plays Toledo, you know, by Michigan the way, just tomorrow. Gets a week off, Michigan uh, plays Toledo. They, they rescheduled you know, the game. kind so of that's finish up news. their Christmas shopping. We, hey, we'd like to play Ohio team, see? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to say that. Sorry. <laughs> but it canceled. Michigan has rescheduled the game. Okay, so North Carolina State tomorrow. is indeed canceled. Okay, so we'll recap the Toledo game in the Hauser Bowl. Uh, not quite the ACC Big Ten Challenge, but, uh, you know, I guess in this day and age, you get what you can, uh, unless it's a football game against a team from Columbus. But that does it for us here on the Trouble with the Snap Podcast.